Stand by for the hook. Welcome to The Hook with Katie Kempner, Vice President of Agency Communications at Crispin Porter and Bogusky, the most awarded advertising agency in the world. Every Tuesday at the intersection of advertising and PR, The Hook, where Katie talks with advertising visionaries, top journalists, cutting-edge creatives, authors, and PR gurus. Hear what these industry insiders have to say about the changing landscape of advertising and PR today. Now here's your host, Katie Kempner. Hello, I'm Katie Kempner, and you are listening to The Hook, where each week I talk to advertising, branding, and public relations insiders who are both leading and covering the industry. My hope is that by listening to my guests, you will find inspiration and new ideas and have some fun along the way. So today is the second part of my two-part interview with Ajaz Ahmed, founder of AKQA. Let's jump right in. Let's let's change gears a little bit now and just talk about your clients and some of the work that you've done. Who who do you think has been your most interesting client so far? Well, um, I think you know we're we're very very lucky that we work with some of the the biggest brands and the the, the, the you know some of the most exciting initiatives on you know on the planet. And I think that's something we we really can't can't take for, for for granted and i think you know i think we're extremely lucky that we also get to work with really you know some amazing inspirational people who also leaders in their respect respective field so i think that the most important thing for us to you know one of the other facts is if you look at our our client list you know you can see mm-hmm. that you know they're all consumer marketers they're all you know considered the brand leader within their respective um, sector, and I suppose they understand that the product and the customer service is, is often, you know, the, the you know the most important marketing tool they have. So, and it's also marketing that links, you know, the entire organisation and creates fame for for the brands and the product and the service. And it's that fame that drives demand. So, I think we're we're very very lucky and very very fortunate that we get to work with with some truly incredible people. Um, and some truly incredible brands. And I, as I say, it's something we can't we can't take for granted. So, is there anything that you can talk about that you know maybe a project that really came to mind comes to mind that sort of is one of the things you're most proud of? I think there's 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 so many. Like one 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 project that you know comes comes to mind right now. Something we've just launched for. Um, Nike, which is called Nike Photo ID, which allows you to take a photograph of an object and it then sends you back um, an image of a, of a Nike Dunk using the, 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 the colours that were taking in that image. So that's that's been getting a huge amount of consumer recognition. That's, that's something that just came out, you know, last week. That was a that was a great that's been a great success but i think it's always difficult to choose um when you've got such a an amazing you know body of work that you know that's just something that that came out recently which i love because it's a it's it's mobile and it's it's also you know another great great innovation so i i, I kind of love that example well let's talk a little bit about you now and and you know how you got to where you are D- did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur um well, I think in the, well, if, if you if you grow up in the UK, when when most kids are asked, you know, what what they want to be when they grow up, you know, most of them will say that they want to um, 
you know, play for their favourite football team or, or, or soccer team. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty useless at, uh, at football, so there's no chance of me ever playing for, for Arsenal. So, and I think I knew, you know, I knew pretty, pretty early on that I wanted to work for Apple, um, the, the, you know, obviously the, the technology company. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons was even when I was a kid, I was inspired by, by their innovation. So, and where I was really lucky was that dream came true when I was still a teenager. So I, I feel very, very lucky to, you know, that the dream came to and I was you know, directly influenced by, by an organization like Apple that's had you know, such a huge and important contribution. And I've learned a huge amount from, from Apple and other really good companies that I worked for when I was younger. And like another company that, that I had the opportunity to work for is a company called Ocean Software, which was actually based in um, Manchester, and at one time, they were actually the biggest games developer in the world, um, computer games developer. And they're actually the first company to do conversions of, of, of film properties and turn them into games. And so, you know, like, so for example, they took, you know, Rambo, um, the film, and turned it into a computer game. And they were hugely, hugely successful. And then they sold, sold their company to a, to a French gaming company. So I suppose it's because of, you know, those those early opportunities and, and influences that, um, that I've always wanted AKQA to be a company that really moves beyond advertising into you know, new product development, content creation and experiences because they've, they've been the, you know, the companies like Apple and, and Ocean have really been you know, quite, quite influential when I was still, still a teenager. So your first business then, can you, why don't you tell me, can, can you talk a little bit about your background, how you sort of got from knowing that to, to where you are now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, In a nutshell. Well, no. the way, the way it, <laughs> um, I, I got the chance to hire some amazing people. I think that's, that's always the secret with, with, with all of this is that when, when AKQA started, you know, I was so lucky that I you know, got to hire some amazing people. I think that's, that's my core goal really is to is to make sure that we've got a a really really you know brilliant team and that's that's my main objective at AKQA is to make sure that you know um that I I kind of find and grow an incredible team for the future and I think one of the things that is, is I'm always you know pretty optimistic about AKQA's future because it's always you know full of change and surprise and the day it stops being full of change and surprise I'll probably probably get get worried so um, and I think you know the other thing is that we're always looking at new new places to start offices. So you know we just launched in Amsterdam um, la- last year, and we you know we're looking at Mumbai, we're looking at Tokyo, we're looking at Sydney. Um, so and you know and I think you know Sydney and Mumbai are really an opportunity to to create a completely different kind of you know agency. And in, in Tokyo, you know, it's, again it's another opportunity to create a studio. So so we're always looking ahead. Um, and 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 I think that that that's the key. So I mean, you know, I know you're a very hands-on leader, and and you've just talked about places that are very far from each other. Considering and the offices that you already have, I, I'm I just I have to ask, what is a typical day work day for you? <laughs> well, um, the thing is, it's changed a lot over over the years because as we've as, as we've got offices um all all over the world it means that i'm not in a in a single in a single time time zone so um, a typical day is that you know i really try and make myself 
is available for my for my team, my clients, um, as, as possible. And you know, like as an example, if, if you know, you know a, few, a couple of weeks ago I was in the states and I had you know back to back meetings with with um, you know the the, the head of um, a couple of our clients, and they were you know really inspirational and and, and motivational meetings. So. You know, I, th- I feel like I've got an amazing. I feel re- very lucky that I've got an amazing job um, that kind of keeps me energized and excited. And I think I try and try and make myself as available for the for the um, for the team as as possible. Because I think that's that's my kind of kind of main main role is to is to make sure that I, I you know, that I, that I'm you know continually involved. Hopefully, if if, if as long as I'm adding value, <laughs> that's the key thing. So what? What's your work ethic, and and what's your work ethic compared to your play ethic? I mean, do you do you play as hard as you work, or do you spend most of your time working? Sort of, what's a balance for you? Um, well, I I love the work I do so much. It actually feels like play. So that's where I suppose I'm really I'm really lucky. And I've always, you know, you can tell, you know, that I've always been a doer. So I feel like you know, I'm always happiest when I'm trying to achieve something because, you know, you immerse yourself when when you've got a goal. So um, that's that's important to me. And you know, when I was younger, you know, my parents would always in- encourage me to kind of work really hard. And now now they want me to slow down. Um, <laughs> so and you know, one of the things is I think. You know, I, I found out recently that you know if I, my grandparents and also you know their parents and their parents after that. In fact, all the families going back as far as as far as we can were all farmers. And I think it's not much surprise, I suppose. You know, when you think that farming is the dominant occupation for humans since the dawn of civilization. But you know, although I've never worked on a farm. I still think I've got that, you know, farmer's farmer's mentality ingrained in my soul, um, because I remember there was there was a time when I was, you know, still a still a teenager and still at school where I had, you know, three three jobs outside of school, so I was always busy. So I'm just very lucky that you know I get to work with some you know truly amazing people at AKQA at the clients, um, and you know, and I get to, and I'm very very lucky that you know because of the position that, that I'm in, I get to meet some, some, some amazing people. So that, that kind of tends to keep me really motivated and, 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 and energized. So, you know, I feel, I feel pretty lucky. I'm talking with Ajaz Ahmed, founder of AKQA. Back right after this. Sit tight and don't move. The Hook will be back after this short break. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? 
I see you're working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Welcome to Webcology. As the listeners can probably tell by our accent and our bizarre sense of humor, we're Canadian. Hockey is everything up here. The company I work with has organized a local hockey tournament, raising money for charity. I got the great college. Of course, you might want to ask me uh, tomorrow when I'm in 10 or 11 shades of pain how I feel about all this. <laughs> Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now back to The Hook. The intersection of advertising and PR. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hello, welcome back. I'm Katie Kempner, and I'm talking with Ajaz Ahmed, founder of AKQA. What would you, do you have advice for people? You said, you know, your parents were sort of always helping you and giving you advice. Do you have advice for people that are wishing to get started in your field or that are looking to start their own business? Maybe it's not even in the same field, that sort of, I guess, philosophy that motivates you? Yeah, I think, well, I think, if you're going to start a business, then it's got to be about much more than just making money. And it's got to be about something that you're passionate about. And I think it's also really important that you know, any entrepreneurs make sure that they've got the determination and the willpower and the resilience to cope with, with any kind of setback and also have the stamina to keep really pushing things forward. forward. And you know, if you've chosen a path that you're passionate about, and if you build a, a strong team around you, and if you look after your customers, then you know the success is is gonna is gonna come come naturally. So I think there's some important um, some important um, you know advice for for, for for entrepreneurs. Talking a little bit about, I just want to touch now a little bit because you you talked about different things that you want to do with AKQA and ways that you want to expand, mm. and I mean. Everywhere you look, you know, it, there's so much talk about, about the economy and credit crunch and what's going on in the economy. What effect do you think the credit crunch has had on business, and, and how do you see going forward it's going to, to affect your plans for growth and businesses in general? That was a really big question. <laughs> Feel free to take it in bits. <laughs> well, you know, 
I think it's the same with with um, you know your your company, and it's, it was the same with our company as well. That you know a lot of a lot of organisations had to um, make it through the dot com crash, which you know in recent memory was probably the biggest you know economic downturn that that, that took place. And the thing that AKQA you know we tried to do in, in that time was make sure that we actually invested while that was going on because it meant as soon as the downturn was over that mm-hmm. we had the strongest team and we were ready to then to to, the, to then accelerate forward and that was what helped us you know our, during the dot com um downturn and that's the same mentality that's going to you know it if the credit crunch starts to have an effect, that's the same kind of mentality that's going to, you know, make sure that we can accelerate through it um, once once it starts picking up again. So I think the most important thing that organisations need to do is in actually invest in times of economic downturn rather than, you know, not so because when when it picks up again, you're in the strongest position. But you know, a lot of a lot of companies don't do that. But hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll be one of the ones that do. So I just want to – I had a couple of other things. We're kind of running out of time. I mean, there's so much I want to talk to you about, but there are just a few things I wanted to just ask you quickly sort of your opinion on. Um, and one of them was or is social networks. And I'm curious about when you're, when you're working and advising clients, what role do you see social networks playing in, in marketing and branding going forward? Well, the most interesting thing for me about social networks is the fact that that the consumer has now created their own channel. And so mm-hmm. right now, you know, they just exist of, you know, just, you know, text and, and photos and, you know, the odd videos here and there. But over time, those social networks revolve and they will become, you know, very rich and include much more multimedia. So what's incredible and, and quite profound is that, you know, for the, probably the first time in, in history, that your, you know, that, that, that your audience actually have the tools to create a channel, which would have been the same kind of channel that you know um, a a brand would have used to to build saliency for the, for their own or, or build equity for their own to build their brand. And so, to me, it's fascinating that you know that the whole like the whole concept of of channel me you know, is, is, is actually starting. So, and the fact that consumers are creating their own channels and, you know, the fact that we've got a whole, you know, generation of, of, of young people right now who have grown up in that environment is perfectly natural for them to create a channel. So for us, social networks are incredibly important because they're, you know, they're, they're a way of, of, of connecting and being part, part of a community, but you have to do it in an, honest and authentic and a non-phony way and finding mm-hmm. innovative ways to do that is really the most important most important thing so we find that you know building a you know for example a tool that um you know or, or, or a piece of software that helps people to organize a soccer match in a in a much easier way um and and allows other people to interact on that is something that's that's worked really well and you know we've, we've we've launched a number of different applications that exist on social networks that have been you know quite successful and, and helped to you know either tap into an existing community or you know by themselves help to really you know help to create a community as well. So I think 
social networks are in, in, incredibly important, but they're, they're, they're only, uh, you know, they show a flavor of what's still to come. And, mm-hmm. and, and right now we're at a very embryonic stage of, of social networking. Talking about networking and, and connecting, one other thing I just wanted to touch on with you, and this is especially because a lot of people that, that listen to this are in PR like, like me, and it's interesting to hear from someone who's very familiar with this space but isn't, isn't in it. I, I wanted to know sort of what you thought the future of blogs were, and with so very many and more and more each day, are they going to gain importance or lose importance as they're diluted? And my second point of that is, do you believe and do you counsel your clients that if there's inaccuracies that compromise their brand, they should engage with the blogger or, or no? Well, I think you know, every brand has the right to set the record straight. And, and I think every blogger has the duty to make sure that the content they write is accurate and, or, or, you know, and correct and, and, you know, good. And just because the barriers to entry of, of, of publishing are, you know, easier than they've ever been before um, is, is the reason why, you know, more people than ever before have you know, decided that they're going to become publishers. But the truth is that it's only the ones that are of any quality that get the audience, um, you know, whether that quality is, you know, an entertainment factor, you know, of, of humor, or whether that is, is, whether that quality is in terms of the information they give. So, you know, I think the key thing is that w- what we see is that the best, but the best blogs are the ones that get the most audience and the worst you know don't get any audience and it's just that's that's what's great about um the digital age is that it's fantastic that you know the 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 the, the bad product is filtered through very very quickly and 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 the good good stuff you know comes comes to the top so and the other thing is i think you know, everyone is, is everyone, you know, we're also in an environment where, where, where most, you know, consumers and audiences know that the barriers to entry of creating a, a blog are really easy and they're easier than they've ever been before. So because they, they know that, unless a blog is authoritative or unless it has some kind of credibility, people don't tend to, you know, pay too much attention to, to what they say. But that doesn't mean that people won't stop writing stuff because often, you know, blogs make their name through, you know, or try and make their name through you know, sometimes being too con- you know, controversial without any basis or, mm-hmm. you know, saying stuff. So I think it's no different to, to, um, to the, to, to, it's no different in the, you know, the, the good, the good always kind of goes to the top, but you know that doesn't mean that other people don't don't have a go. So, you know, it's just it's, it's, we just live in really interesting times. We certainly do, and I, I, this is sort of this is my this is my last last question, which is if, if <laughs> you can ask as many questions as you, you like, Katie. You, we talked before advice about you know people wanting to get into business or doing what you do, but I'm wondering more general if there's somebody that's listening that isn't happy with where they are or what they're doing. Do you have any sort of personal philosophies or or motivation that sort of guide you to help you as you're going along in your career figuring out what's best for you? I think the most important 
um, thing is to really be honest with yourself and be honest about what it is that that makes you passionate and what it is that make you know that gives you energy and to focus your time on that. And I think that's that's always been you know the fact is that I absolutely love sport, but I know that you know I'm not very good at it, and I enjoy so many different kinds of music, you know, but I can't play an instrument and I can't sing and I read you know I try and read a book you know every every week but I'm I'm not great at writing and the thing is that I've always loved technology and I've always loved communication and for me AKQA was a great way to bring those 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 passions together and I think there's a lot of choices available for for everyone these days and and you know my decision was a long time ago that AKQA is where I want to focus my time and energy because it's a place where you know those passions come together so the advice I give you know give to people is that I think you know focus on your passions and focus on something focus on something that that you love because um life's too short not to well Ajaz thank you so so much I know you're so so busy and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today Katie it's an absolute pleasure and you know you can phone me anytime you like so excellent so then we're doing this again (laughs) (laughs) brilliant all right thanks again okay take care thanks a lot bye please join me next Tuesday for another edition of The Hook Thanks and have a wonderful day.